alors, t'es sourd Oh, je suis malade. Mmh, J'arrive pas à digérer. Jeremy's currently spraying cheese into his mouth. No, I'm not. I think he said he's going to wash it down with some brown. Welcome back to the Rinko Report. <laughs> Are you missing that old-fashioned syrup now? No. Okay. <laughs> I like the way it burns. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Are you mad? Uh, I sure am. <laughs> I didn't break the stream deck yet. Not yet. We're we're up and running. We fixed the problems we had at the beginning of last episode. We're uh, we just need to get a bunch more samples. Yeah. Um, email us some samples you like. Something that would make you laugh and would make you want to listen more. <laughs> yeah, if there's any sample that we could play that would yeah. make you want to listen more, let us know. Like, if there's something we could play and you'd be like, I love that. <laughs> and I'm willing to pander, you know? Yeah. Drink a mile of piss to see her, pussy. That's true. <laughs> All right, I'm going to quit playing with it, I guess. I don't know. I, lo- keep, I love it. Keep playing with it. It's fine. It, we we it's the- Essentially, it's my Christmas present. Well, I, I want to make it clear. I guess, I guess I should have made it clear last episode, but this is due to a the the ads that we ran and b our patrons at patreon.com slash raincoat report. They yeah. follow us for just five dollars a month. They get early access to our weekly episodes and two bonus Patreon episodes, including last week's episode where we talked about the Pornhub Christmas competition. What you're about to do is against the law in Alabama. It indeed is. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, thank you, patrons, and thank you to everybody else who listens as well. Yeah. Uh, we don't oh. have our ads anymore. We'll have more ads if people will give us more money. But uh, in the meantime, thanks for listening to those 30-second ads for several months. There's only one way to make this stop. Give us five goddamn dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I told my girlfriend earlier this week that I was going this is that a I expected situation now that I expected for you to be just insufferable with the soundboard. So I've been pretty responsible so far. You have been, but uh, that was that was a, a step down that path. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. There's one that I press and a yellow triangle comes up. Oh, yeah. That's one. I think I, I dragged the icon onto it, but I didn't assign a sound to it. So, You know what sound it should make? What sound should it make? Um. Idiot. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, here, try this real quick. You try uh, this real quick. Hang on. Uh, hit that. Hit that button now. Do you like that more or less than the other Boeing? Let's do a blind test. I think I like the first one. Yeah, that's that's why I picked it. I thought that one was the better one, but I, I had downloaded both and was messing with both of them. Are you mad? And since I had it already downloaded, I figured I'd give you the opportunity to check it out. Thank you. Uh, I love this thing. It's going to be amazing, especially because we can set up like several pages of yeah. buttons. So Yeah. Uh, Tyler 
has invited me to join a band. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna apparently I'm gonna be on vocals. Okay. He's, What's Tyler gonna be on? He's probably gonna play the drums. Okay. Um, okay. That makes sense. Has he played them before? Um, he has. I don't know that he's played drums in a band before. I have seen him play drums before. Did he kind of keep a rhythm? I think so. I heard him sing all of twenty one twelve, and he that was just, that wasn't great. Tyler's not. Tyler is a showman and less of a singer. Yeah, I kind feel, of like you, to be honest. <laughs> I think my voice has more of a uh, has a, a deeper quality to it. I think it does. It's certainly deeper. I think if I was bellowing. Okay. Some, you would be like, oh, wow, that man can really bellow. That's fair. I could see you being good at bellowing in a band. But I think if you took the soundboard and just kind of interjected samples at random throughout our songs, it would give us like a real, like uh, a, a white zombie quality that I feel like is missing in most of today's music. Yeah, I should definitely... Like, Put a bunch of white zombie samples on it. You're like, you know? Yeah. It'd be great. I think that's the role you were born to play. Yeah. I can finally give back to society. Yeah. Instead of just taking and taking. (laughs) All I'd I'm going to find the notes for whatever we're going to talk about this week. Oh, yeah. So this week we're talking about a thing. This is. Did talk- I say that we were the raincoat report and that I was boss and you were Jeremy? We should have a button for that. Oh, we could do that. So sick of fucking saying it. They know my name. We should get like several people to record themselves saying those words. Oh, yeah. And then we just toss them in. Yeah, we'll get. Fire up a bunch of cameos. <laughs> uh, I think what we could do. Is uh, when like they would just record like bumpers for radio stations in like the seventies and eighties. You would just get a band to be like, "Oi, this is WXRC in the in the <laughs> evening. This is Led Zeppelin. Get the lead out, oi!" <laughs> they yeah. were famously very Cockney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, I remember even into like the nineties and beyond. Every once in a while, hearing a a local radio show ad done by a band and it's like, this is Lincoln park and you're listening to whatever. This is Lincoln park. And this is one Oh five point one. Bring me a prick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, (laughs) yeah, I missed my calling. I was born too late to, uh, really own the airwaves. Yeah, you would be the perfect drive time radio host. I think so. Um, <laughs> really, get away from my buttons. I'm not touching them. I, I did forget to bring this up to you, Jeremy, but Stephanie is very insistent that she wants to run the soundboard. There should be like a big. <laughs> hold on, Stephanie. Hold on. I got one for you. There you go. Hit your dumb ass with a hammer. <laughs> I'm like those guys in Mario. Yeah, the Hammer Brothers. Fucking flinging them left and right. Hit it rapid fire. They don't want to hear that. I don't care what they want to hear. (laughs) You're dead. You're dead. You're gonna be dead. Oh, is that your band? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So we're uh, taking a trip over to Europe. 
I've had so much brown that I can't see straight. <laughs> yeah, we've still got an episode and a Patreon episode to record, so... Yeah, let's go. Alright, so we're going over to France, and we are visiting uh, the talented uh, French people. The, talent, <laughs> the talented Mr. Caputo. Yes, uh, Michel the talent, Caputo. The talented Monsieur Caputo. Yes, uh, <laughs> Michel Caputo, director of Cube de Baton. Cube de Baton? I don't know French. Uh, it's Concrete Cock. I'm definitely going to use the French name for the podcast, just so that Apple and nobody else gets upset about us putting the word cock in our title. Is it just Apple? I think it's mostly just Apple, and even then, That's maybe it's I'm us- probably being too cautious, but I'd just rather not deal with it. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, this is starring Richard Allen, who we've seen before in the film uh, uh, Program for Pleasure. Le Femme Objet. Yeah. Uh, he starred... He was the uh, horny writer who uh, made yeah. the robot. Yeah. He's a horny writer who owned a little R2-D2. Yeah. Unf- little, yes, he little, did. Little droid that rolled his way into our, America's heart. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also uh, owned the lovely droid played by Marilyn Jess. Who, oh, yes. Um, un- unfortunately, she's not in this, but we do get uh, Kareem... Karine Gambier, who was in Shocking. But, why don't you tell them about your Kickstarter? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Pulse Video in France uh, has been remastering some hardcore pornography and also publishing some uh, books. Uh, Very nice books, by the way. Hardcover, full color. Yeah, lots of of images and stuff, but... uh, they just uh, released a book about Marilyn Jess and also did an English translation of it. And uh, I kickstarted that or uh, whatever the French site was where they crowdfunded it. I can't remember what it was. It, they would have the word starter before kick because everything they say is backwards. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I just got that book in the mail and I got a bunch of extras, including some Marilyn Jess stickers, some. Uh, prints and uh some uh coasters but also a maryland jess calendar which is hanging up in my kitchen now and uh the fact that my girlfriend encouraged me to hang it up uh, makes me happy that i have the girlfriend that i have (laughs) yeah it's very nice it really adds a touch of class to the home that was uh sorely lacking before yes adds Um, a bit of uh uh as the french would say je ne sais quoi uh, they also, Pulse Video, did a book about Richard Allen, but they didn't do an English translation, so I didn't buy it. Uh, I don't know how the French say, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, this has a film with a very small cast, uh, roughly five people in it. But, uh, it sure does. They get a lot of work in there. They do their jobs. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, it's a vehicle for Richard Allen, who was known by people as Concrete Cock or Q de Baton, uh, and his character in this film is kind of just like a, a satire of his yeah. role in the porn industry, mm-hmm. and he's, uh, he's kind of funny in his character, so. I can't remember, did his voice sound so much like, like a frog in 
I don't think it did. I think he's that's She's part of his character it on. Okay. is that he's putting it on. All right, that that and, makes more a lot more sense. And purposely kind of with his voice. Yeah. Yeah, I think, that's what you sound like to me. <laughs> you fucking. I don't know. The French are okay, I guess. Yeah, they're they're cool. I mean, they made this movie and some other movies that were perhaps a little bit more substantial. They rolled over for the Nazis, but then they spent a lot of time fighting the Nazis too. So it's uh, they're still French fries to me, not freedom fries. They're Belgium. <laughs> I, I mean, they are. I think. <laughs> I think I heard that. Uh, that that sounds like freedom, a fact to me. Freedom fries. <laughs> uh, what? Else? There's some other French foods. That I remember being just kind of uh, obliterated. French in the, in the French toast were the freedom e- toast. Yes, 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 yes Those yes, are yes. from Belgium. Are fries from Belgium? Well, too? the waffles are from Belgium. The Belgian waffles are from Belgium. But- and French toast. But my parents had a who's that boxer got hit in the head? Uh, Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali. Nope, nope. Keep going. Uh, George Foreman. My George parents Foreman. had a George Foreman grill. Oh yeah, those are good. That came out. That I guess was from like the the, the two thousand two two thousand four ish era. Yeah. So all the French stuff had been replaced in the instructions with freedom food. Oh really? Yeah. So there were freedom fries. There was freedom toast. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, I'm yeah. sorry, France. Yeah, I'm not. We were right. <laughs> France, I love you guys. I they I love these weird French pornos. Even if maybe this one isn't the best one. They uh, should have helped us destroy Iraq. And for that, I'll never forgive them, I guess. <laughs> right? That's all we were mad. Oh, boy. Or I wish F-camp. I had a soundboard to start hitting stuff. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah. Concrete cock. Cue de baton. Yeah. The hammer in this episode is the concrete cock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that's You changed it. You're... you're uh, you're painting a word story here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A sound story. A soundscape. It's like one of those books you had when you were a kid where they're like... Oh, they have the little icons the on the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you yeah. You one of those. Uh, Richard Allen. Kareem Gambier. Oh, yeah. It's two springs at once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's one that's dominant, though, I think. And the other one's a submissive spring? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. It's a little weaker, thinner spring. Uh, so this film is kind of like a weird, it's sort of like French New Wave take on the porno industry in France. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of set up to be kind of surreal mm-hmm. and weird, but it's definitely. It might not be the most intelligent satire. I'm not sure, but it mm-hmm. is satire, and it's yes. not taking itself seriously. No. It is a very French sense of humor that probably doesn't land with me as well as it probably would to the, uh, I don't know, French intellectuals of the day. Yeah, the people that really just cracked up over Jerry Lewis. <laughs> but uh, regardless, uh, it's 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 a really interesting film, and I enjoyed it. But we'll we'll get to that at the end. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, Michelle Caputo. I'm not sure that I've seen another film that he's directed, but uh, you know, Richard Allen and Kareem Gambier. We've seen in other films. Oh, 
He directed uh, Bridget LaHaye and uh, Female Executioner, which I recently saw. I mean, uh, Severin put it out. Oh, good. I have not seen that one. It's it's a fun, just like, exploitation action movie. Sure. Is it a women in prison film? Uh, no, no, it's uh, it's more... I can't even remember. You oh, yeah. She's a, she's a cop. Oh, God. She's a cop trying to solve a kidnapping of a young girl by a gang of pornographers, according to IMDb. Perverted porno zones. Yeah, they got dragged into the perverted <laughs> porno zones. So, uh, yeah. That's Concrete Cock, and uh, we'll get into it a bit more. It's, uh, in some ways, light. I think that there's some, probably some intellectual satire going on here but as a narrative film it's not quite the most uh it's a, uh, deep it's a stupid ass american i don't get it <laughs> yes we were educated by the american school system so uh be kind to us europe we're trying our best <laughs> all right so we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back to talk about concrete cock le cul de bateau There's the concrete cock dropping. <laughs> we are back on the raincoat report, uh, and we're going to talk about the concrete cock itself. So we open on a red title card that says Le Cue de Baton, or concrete cock as the subtitles translate it. Mm -hmm. We then cut to a couple in bed. Uh, the guy says that he's bloated and feels like throwing up. And his wife here, Dominique, brings him some tea. So I don't think this guy was credited in this film. Uh, but this is a porn director who is uh, sick. <laughs> so yeah, his wife brings him some tea. Uh, he speculates it could be the banana sauerkraut that he, he ate that did it. He complains about how there's a bunch of crooks in the restaurant business. And uh, his wife, Dominique, reminds him that... He's supposed to start shooting his porn movie today. He suggests that she shoot it for him. She tells her, all you have to do is say action and cut and follow the script. He knows she always complains about the porn industry, so this is the chance for her to make her own mark on it. He knows that he had a job sewing, and one day he's directing porn, so she could do the same herself. Yeah. Dominique seems hesitant. But he reminds her that there's taxes, rent, and gas bills they need to pay. And yes. porn is what lets them pay bills. Yes, never forget, porn enables us to eat. Yes. true for us as well. Give to us our daily porn. Yeah, if we don't get enough money, we're going to starve. So you got $5. You have $5 in your pocket. Don't give it to an orphan or a widow. 
Give it to us. Yes, patreon.com slash raincoat report, and you can pay for things like the soundboard that Jeremy has. Um. <laughs> Bring me your prick. Yeah, there we go. Bring us your pricks to Patreon. Yes, by prick we mean $5. So he suggests that Dominique watch one of his old films, like Wet Perversions. He also suggests that she just imagines herself as the main character to get into it as she's directing. We then cut to a scene that I can't explain. No. Uh, there's a naked couple here, and this is uh, Corrine, played by Corrine Gambier, mm-hmm. and Jose, who is uh, played by Jack Gateau. Oh, okay. Not Jose. Corrine gets down and starts to blow Jose a bit, and then Jose gets down and licks Corrine a bit. They're both really sweaty or oily here. Yeah, they're very oily. There is uh, tinfoil yes. on the ground. There are mirrors everywhere. Yeah, it's interesting. Candles are lit. Yes, it's a, it's a fire waiting to happen. Yeah, I was a little concerned when I watched it. <laughs> so Jose caresses and licks Kareen's ass a bit and seems to be really getting in there and goes back to licking her vagina they work their way down to lying on the floor, and uh, Jose continues to kiss and lick all over Corrine's body as he fingers her. And then Jose c- mounts Corrine missionary, and we get an interesting penetration shot uh, that's shooting a, the mirrored surface that's under them. Yeah. Uh, it's Yeah, it's some sort of foil or something, but it's very straight and reflective, so it's not just like Maybe your run-of-the-mill aluminum foil. Is but it, it is probably some well it seems flexible so okay. i don't know i don't know it's some know. sort of reflective surface I don't know but they use it the to get technologies <laughs> they use it to get some interesting shots of penetration as they're fucking certainly they move on to fucking doggy style and we get more reflective shots of the penetration there this continues for a bit with some back and forth chatter about it feeling good and such Eventually, Jose pulls out and his cum spurts onto the reflection below. We then cut to the set, and Dominique shows up, who is greeted by the assistant there, who I thought was the producer at first, but uh, he's the assistant. Mm -hmm. I just thought that because in the earlier scene, the director said something about telling the producer that she was going to direct it or something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but he's later identified as the assistant. Great. Anyway, he's got a giant dildo hanging around his neck that isn't quite explained. It's for the dildo scene that's coming oh, later. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's just got a dildo around his neck. Uh, Dominique is quickly introduced to Richard, played by Richard Allen, old concrete cock himself. Indeed. He offers to help her, but seems to be under the impression that she was going to be a performer in the film. He says he's done 350 films in five years. And, of course, that they call him Concrete Cock. And that he's in the dictionary. Yes, he is. Uh, Dominique tries to mention that she's the wife of, but he cuts her off and he says, Well, I've uh, got a wife, too. Here's Lillian, who she is introduced to. He explains that he told the director his wife did anal, but really, she doesn't. So, Dominique is offered the opportunity to be her uh, stand-in for the anal scenes. The French are very work-shy. She will get part of Lillian's pay if she performs the close-ups. And uh, then Richard suggests, maybe we could try it out before the director gets here. (laughs) 
Dominique finally gets out that she's the director's wife and is replacing the director on this shoot. Lillian says that doesn't solve the problem as the scene calls for sodomy and she won't do it. Uh, the assistant hears this and himself suggests maybe Dominique can do it. And then Dominique just shrugs her shoulders. And then we cut to a scene and see uh, Richard with the crate in front of him. The ladies, Lillian and Dominique, are in the scene. So Dominique is on camera immediately. They open the crate. And under some hay in this crate is Richard Allen's cock wrapped in foil. <laughs> he did the whole dick in a box trick yeah. years earlier. Yeah, he really trendsetter. Yes. They remove it from the box and Dominique starts to blow Richard and really throats it for a bit. Mm -hmm. Dominique is bottomless in a button-up blouse and Lillian's in a nightgown here. The ladies lay on the floor sideways and start to 69. They turn, and Lillian gets on top of Dominique in the 69 position, and after some more licking, Richard starts to fuck Lillian doggy style, and Dominique licks Richard's balls and asshole as uh, Lillian's eating Dominique out and getting fucked. This continues for a bit, with Richard saying things like, You're a real bitch, you know that? <laughs> the ladies get side-by-side uh, -side in doggy position, and Richard fucks Lillian doggy style more as he fingers Dominique. And then he fucks Dominique doggy style for a bit. He says, it's going to be better in the other hole. And Dominique tells him to fuck her ass. And he does. Mm -hmm. She's a very, ha uh, very hands-on director. Yes, she is. <laughs> he talks about how tight it is. And eventually he talks about how it's sliding in better now. He fucks her more. And then we cut to the ladies in 69 position again. Uh, with some cum on Dominique's face. Uh, I asked myself at this point, was the anal scene a fantasy here? Because they went back to where they were before the anal scene. Yeah. I'm not... There's some stuff like that in this film. Yeah, again, it's this kind of weird uh, French New Wave surrealistic thing going on. Mm -hmm. Although it's it's funny, I'll I'll get to it later, but they kind of reference the French New Wave film movement here. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that. Um, you get to it. Dominique says, now she knows why her husband's always so tired when he gets home. I bet her husband isn't getting fucked in the ass on set most mm -hmm. days. No, probably not. Uh, the assistant says, it's time for the dildo scene. Again, referencing the dildo around his neck. And mm -hmm. people start to move on to the next thing. Although we never actually see the dildo scene. We then see Richard and Lillian talking. They've kind of went off to the side and are sitting in chairs across from each other. Uh, there's some people coming up to do their hair and makeup and stuff as they're talking. Lillian tells him that she thinks he fucked the director to get a role in her next film. Richard tells Lillian it's not his fault that Lillian won't try sodomy. She says her mind just won't let it get inside of her ass. And she says she's not going to talk about this again. Richard tells her to apologize to Dominique for being such a coward. We then see Lillian visit Dominique in a bathroom. Lillian says she figured Dominique would be tired at this point, but Dominique says, I could go again. Lillian notes she could be good in this business, and Dominique asks Lillian for help drying off, noting she's still wet. This quickly turns into Dominique going down on Lillian as she sits on the side of a bathtub. You've upset my cat. <laughs> <laughs> Good. 
He's been biting me for like the past half hour. They lay a rug down on the floor, and Dominique lays down with Lillian straddling her face. Dominique licks Lillian's pussy a bit, and then Lillian returns the favor. The ladies then move on to scissoring on the floor, really bumping their muffs together. Yeah, she's really... Yeah, she she's naked, and she tells her down. Yeah. And then she's in her clothes again, yeah. and then they get undressed again. Yeah. <laughs> They're really into it, writhing and sweating and moaning with a weird echo effect over the whole scene. We then cut away to later, and everyone's getting ready for the next scene to be filmed. Uh, they note that the next scene is mostly acting, so they start to go over lines and talk delivery. It's at this point that Corrine shows up to clean and is stopped, being told that they're trying to make a movie. So, we saw this sex scene with Corrine and Jose, but Jose, yes. to be clear, is the assistant here. Yes. Which I should have sh- said earlier, but I didn't. No, you didn't say it. But, I, yes. I <laughs> thought about interjecting, but I was like, maybe I, maybe I got the Frenchman mixed up. And yeah. I didn't I'm, know who he was. I'm deep into this bourbon, so. Yeah, me too. Anyway. It's burning uh, me. Yes. So, Corrine and Jose were in an earlier scene, totally out of context, but now they're meeting in this film. But, yeah, she shows up to clean and is stopped. Richard says that he hosts a TV show called Circus Time, and Corrine seems to recognize him. Jose offers to show Corrine the backstage area. I, I feel like that's supposed to be like a joke that we didn't get, the Circus Time Yeah, thing. I don't know. Well, uh, it, it's weird because obviously he's making porn, Yeah, but they say something about him being on TV. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's all like a put-on or what, but it's something she maybe, seems to be the janitor. Yes, that's the important part. And uh, the janitor is taken aside by Jose, who's the assistant director, I guess. He offers to show her the backstage area, and then as they walk off, he tells her that she has a future on TV, and he's got an eye for talent. She's a bit reserved, but he is insistent, saying that she could really make it. He holds up like this construction paper frame mm-hmm. to kind of, I guess he's trying to get a look of what she would look like on TV. Mm-hmm. And she smiles as he kind of holds it around her face. Then he pulls off her top, starting to undress her, and uh, looks at her through a different construction paper frame, framing her breasts as well. Then he finishes undressing her, save for her boots. Save for her boots. Save for her boots. Save for her boots. It's French. And lays her on the floor, setting some construction paper on top of her body. Then he holds open her vagina and starts to go down on her. He undresses himself and points at his cock and tells her to suck it. Corrine instead starts to stroke his cock. And then Jose lays down next to her and she indeed starts to suck it. He tells her that she has real oral talents. We get some shots of them framed by construction paper, by, I guess, the cameraman or whatever's holding it up. Yeah, I don't know who is... Is this being filmed? Theoretically, this isn't filmed, I don't think. This is all behind the scenes. This is supposed to be behind the scenes, but because, again, it's kind of this, like, surrealist sort of thing. Yeah, well, like, because it's not like... Because a lot of it, when it happens, like, the cameraman is, like, moving around and stuff, like, panning and zooming in and things like that. Yeah. Which makes me think it's 
being filmed by whoever's on set. I think it's but just it's, uh, we're not we're not supposed to be sure. I think it's the porno eight and a half. Yeah, <laughs> sure is. Uh, Kareen sucks his cock more, and we see them laying on the ground with him fucking her from behind as they uh, lay on their sides. Jose plays with Kareen's clit as he fucks her, and then rotates a bit and fucks her faster. He tells her to keep down so the crew and director won't come in as she's kind of starting to moan. Mm-hmm. Jose lays on the floor and Kareen rides him cowgirl. He makes some jokes about being good at chores and tells her to ride him hard. Kareen says it's too much and she's going to scream. They continue their sweaty fuck and uh, get pretty loud. Mm-hmm. Jose seemingly pulls out and comes all over Kareen's chest, but this is... <laughs> This is one of many fake cum shots in this movie. Yeah, this film is filled with them. But she's still upright, and apparently he pulled out and came all over her chest. I think as he's laying on the floor. I think the fake cum shots. I think it's a it's a stylistic thing. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I'm gonna allow it for this film. I don't think it's a it's a, it's a cheap out. Okay. I think it's intentional. Okay. We then see Kareen and Jose joining Dominique, Lillian, and Richard at a table for lunch. Dominique says her stomach hurts, and Jose says that happens to a lot of directors. Stress causes stomach aches. Kareen criticizes Jose for talking about working with Godard as he's talking about the French New Wave. <laughs> Richard starts to go on about how, how many times his cock has been sucked. He talks about banging three women in like 26 minutes and like 39 seconds or, or Give me a prick. I think it's 26 minutes and 40 seconds. It becomes important because the what comes in the future yes. is a little shorter. Dominique notes that she doesn't come easily, so that would take a lot of work from Richard. And Richard seems to take this as a challenge. Uh, Jose also seems interested in this and decides that he's going to break the record. Are you mad? (laughs) (laughs) So the group clears the table and uh, takes away the chairs and then pulls the tabletop off of the table so that there's just like four like bars hanging up that were supporting the table. I've owned a table like this before, but we never used it for these purposes. No. We really missed out. The group then starts disrobing, and Dominique sucks Jose's cock. Corrine is licking Lillian's tits and then starts to suck Jose's cock as Lillian and Dominique make out. Jose says that, I'm going to break this record now. So, Jose notes to Richard that his wife is great at sucking cock. So, Jose has the three ladies grab one of the four bars there. So, three ladies side by side, grabbing Mm -hmm. three of the four bars. Yes. Uh, and they each bend over in a standing doggy position as Jose fucks Dominique, although Richard himself gets in and starts to fuck Lillian. Uh, Richard also reaches over and rubs Kareen as he's going. They start to rotate with Jose fucking Kareen for a bit. They continue to swap and fuck in standing doggy, so Richard's going and competing with Jose here. Uh, there's a lot of funny overacting with the guys going at it. Yes. Uh, Richard sits by the side after a bit, uh, looking at the clock, uh, timing Jose's work here. After a bit, Jose comes on Lillian's back and ass. Mm-hmm. He then comes on Corrine's back and ass after fucking her a bit, then rotates to uh, 
Dominique and comes on her ass. Uh, two of the three cum shots seem to be fake. Yeah, and they also, I think, reuse like a lot of the footage of the, the banging doggy from under. Oh, yeah, I could see that. It does seem to be like the one woman, and they just kind of reuse the same shot yeah. like three or four times whenever he's penetrated them. Yeah. Uh, whoever's on the far left, and it might be, I think it's Richard's wife. I can't think of her name at the moment. I, th- I don't think he ever actually... Lillian. Pen- Lillian. I don't think he ever actually penetrates her. You can see his dick kind of grinding between her thighs. Oh, okay. A couple times. But, I could see uh, that. And then I think for the wide shots, I mean, realistically, for the wide shots, they, I guess if they weren't, it, I think their attitude was they didn't need to really be fucking in those no, shots. No, because they were just going to reuse that undercarriage shot uh, yeah, yeah. every single time. <laughs> they, so, didn't, they didn't even flip it. Yeah, yeah. So it would show, be like, oh, he's on the other side now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Caputo. Sloppy. Sloppy work. <laughs> Sloppy French workmanship. Oh. That, that's... You're making your country seem bad here. Yeah. Worse than your performance in World War II, even. <laughs> I want to apologize to our French fans out there. Do we have any French fans? We have Italian fans. We're They're not in the top, like, four countries, I don't think, but they're on there. We have French listeners. Don't, don't put them down. Okay. Well, you know what? Just... Ignore me. Enjoy your snails. Listen to the rest of the episode. So Jose, Jose apparently beats Richard's record by one second. I think Richard was like twenty six minutes and forty seconds, and yeah, he's like Jose was twenty six minutes and thirty nine seconds. Yeah. Jose is congratulated and then collapses. <laughs> Dominique then reminds everyone. They need to get back to making a movie, because none of this was in the film. No, this was all lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Classic uh, French lunch, three or four hours long. Yeah. So Jose starts to talk about how this is all avant-garde, and pornography is the future of filmmaking, and kind of just going on with his very uh, artistic view on pornography. He's not wrong. Jose talks about having to do a scene with triple penetration and a somersault, and Dominique tells him to go get a first aid kit. <laughs> Corrine then stops Richard and asks him for a favor. She notes that Jose just got her very horny and asks if Richard can finish her off, noting that she doesn't just like playing with herself with dildos. Richard notes, well, you've asked so nicely, I can't possibly refuse you. Mm-hmm. Kareen says that she saw him in a movie once where he fucked in pancake batter with a woman. What you're about to do is against the law in Alabama. (laughs) Uh, And Kareen tells him that that was so exciting and hot that she almost ate her panties. Hmm. He says that he remembers that back in 76 and he asks if she'd like to recreate that with him. She thanks him and he pushes her down as if she's going to begin to suck his cock. But we cut from that to Kareen and Richard in a secluded area, surrounded by, it looks like, promo posters for another porn film. Mm-hmm. And the floor is covered in, like, a plastic tarp. It's also lined with what appears to be pancake mix. We see Kareen break an egg over Richard's cock. Uh, they start to break eggs on each other's body and pour pancake mix all over each other's naked bodies. They make quite a mess here, with Richard massaging it into Corrine's body and Corrine pouring milk all over Richard's body. 
They continue to do this for a while, and Richard starts to finger Corrine. She, in turn, strokes his cock as she pours milk on it and then sucks his cock. Mm-hmm. The scene is disgusting. <laughs> uh, was it the first Pornhub roulette episode where we had the woman who was just pouring raw <laughs> eggs down her friend's like bathing suit? It was the... F- I think it was the first. The it first was the first or second. Or second. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was one of the on. early ones. And you were very upset by it. This I was little, fascinated by this it. This is a little less worse <laughs> until later on. Okay. When you see uh, Richard kind of banging doggy style after he's just been coated in all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And like his long stray like pubic and ass hairs are just like. Coated in pancake mix. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, after a bit, Corrine lays down, and Richard says that she's his baker girl, and he's going to shove his crunchy cock into her. <laughs> uh, this is a yeast infection waiting to happen. Yes, and in addition, they're pelted to more eggs from off screen through yes, the they entire are. scene. Richard fucks Corrine as she lays on the ground. He knows that if he stops, they'll get stuck as the mix dries fast. He fucks her doggy style for a bit. He tells her he's going to cook her in an oven soon. Uh, She then tells him to fuck her faster, and he indeed does. He comes on her ass and back and fucks her a bit more. We then cut to Richard holding uh, Kareen and caressing her nipples a bit afterwards. Kareen seems to be well satisfied now, and uh, she should be. We then cut to everybody at the table eating again. <laughs> I don't know that they've shot any more of this movie. No, but they are now enjoying his fuck pancakes, as far as I can tell. Yes. Uh, they scraped all this off their bodies. Yeah, the erotic the pancakes is he and put it into a pan. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he, he describes it, yeah, as his erotic pancakes. <laughs> so they're definitely full of pubic hairs. <laughs> and who knows what else? Uh, Karina's handing these pancakes out. Lillian says that they should open a crepery, noting that people in the film business often open strange restaurants, and Dominique interjects, saying she knows those kinds of restaurants, as they're what made her husband sick with the... Perverted porno zones. (laughs) With the perverted porno zones and the uh, banana sauerkraut. Yeah, those restaurants down there, they don't... The uh, health department never gets down there, you know? Yeah. Jack notes that there's only one more scene to shoot, and they all accurately guess that it's an orgy. Richard suggests maybe we can change things up and shoot an orgy in spaghetti, but Lillian notes they just did that two weeks ago in the film Double Penetrations. Richard then suggests that maybe we can do an orgy in paper streamers, and Jose notes that paper streamers are cheaper than spaghetti, and they're almost out of money anyway, so... Richard, Jose, and Corrine walk off, and Dominique sits close to Lillian on a couch there. Lillian asks if Dominique is disappointed in the porn industry, and Dominique says, It seems like they all have to work really hard here. Uh, Most of this work, I noted, was not even filmed today, you guys. (laughs) No. Uh, Dominique says she probably won't continue in the industry, but she'd like to do a musical. We promptly then see the group move the table out of the way and unroll a rug. Streamers are thrown around the room and everybody's playfully dancing around. We have a cutaway and now everybody's naked as they continue to dance around the room as the streamers fly around. Jack starts to lick Corrine's ass as Richard starts to uh, lick her pussy. (laughs) 
Lillian and Dominique are together and Jose joins. Jose starts to lick Corrine's ass as Richard goes down on her. Lillian and Dominique are together and Jose joins. Then everyone joins together into one pile of flesh. The ladies work together to suck Richard's cock and balls and then Jose and Dominique 69. Jose starts to fuck Dominique Missionary and there's a real mess of streamers here. <laughs> Lillian mounts Richard Cowgirl. Corrine rides Jose Reverse Cowgirl wearing a paper hat and blowing a one of those uh, party whistle things. What is the name of that? The thing that you blow and yeah. it goes... Okay, anyway. has a name. We see cuts to different sucking and fucking arrangements amongst the group and everyone seems to be having a good time. We move on to some sucking and Richard titty-fucking Dominique as Jose goes down on her. Richard asks if Dominique wants it in her eyes as he approaches orgasm. Uh, Richard, off-screen, we don't see it, he finishes on Dominique's face and neck, and Jose, on-screen, finishes on her belly. They toss the streamers around, and we see them filling the frame, and then we cut to black, and it says Finn. That's French for the end. Yes. So that was Concrete Cock. Cue de baton. Oh, oh, sorry. Hang on. I shut my laptop. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, when you shut your laptop, I can't make noise. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back to give our final thoughts on Cure de Baton, Concrete Cock. cock of the lion <laughs> it's the thrill of the fight <laughs> we're back on the raincoat report talking concrete cock and jeremy it's time for the raincoat review <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one that can laugh oh i'm sorry okay uh this was a pretty uh a different sort of we've seen a few films before that uh like the making of a pornographic film yeah this one i would say is a bit different it's definitely the most european take on it it is indeed uh it has a sort of like you said earlier a uh not i wouldn't say it's really surreal but it's more abstract an abstracted idea of making a pornographic film sure sure like it's definitely more behind the scenes you see the the kind of like the camaraderie or the the sort of relationship behind the crew of the film more than you see like the technical making of a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no one here has to be coaxed into being like this is a porno film, this is what you're feeling. Everyone kind of is like I guess in it for the money. Yeah, yeah. Uh and uh it's it's pretty fun for that. It's it's different definitely than those other films we've seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the narrative on it is pretty loose, but in a way that uh, 
that works for it instead of against it in this situation. Yeah. Um, and it does kind of have that new wave feel. Like I'm not like a big like French like cinema like new wave fan, but yeah, I mean I like the more trashy cinema. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But of those films that I've seen, like best stuff, like uh, I'm not even good enough to name directors, but like uh, last year at Marion Vide, that kind of yeah, sort of yeah. uh, French cinema that's uh, not like necessarily like the near storytelling. Yeah, yeah. This is an interesting parody of that, though it comes quite a bit later than like all of those films. Like this is the late seventies when this is being produced, but yeah, yeah, uh, it's still within living memory, obviously. And for that, I think it, it is pretty interesting. Uh, it's certainly a visual, a more visual film than a, a cerebral film, I would say. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, and that, and that works for it more than last week's feature. Uh, Doris Wishman's Satan was a lady. Yeah, there's definitely a little more thought and care put into this one, I'd guess. Yeah, like even though it kind of has a similar structure where there's just tiny little bits of narrative between sex stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one is, uh, it works better for it because it's not trying to, it's really not trying to work like a, a traditional narrative out of the, the situation. Yeah, yeah. Whereas that one it did but then since it was made in a similar style they had to kind of shoehorn everything in at the end by a, a man sort of explaining what happened yeah <laughs> this one is uh there's no explanation here it's a day in the life yeah you know there doesn't have to be like a real point or a explanation to it in a in a sense that like a film where you're trying to embrace a uh, a narrative does yeah, it's more about kind of the feeling than yeah, the, the feeling, the vibes, the impression that you get yeah out of all of it, and uh, I would say this one is pretty successful at that. Okay, it doesn't make it a super interesting film overall, unfortunately. Okay, I do think uh, maybe just a tiny bit more structure would have been helpful overall. Yeah, but I, I tend to feel that way in general. Uh, I can like a lot of stuff that's very loose, but I don't know. This one is just, it's, it's so loose that I, I kind of, I can't rate it too highly overall. Okay. Yeah. It's not quite like a Wakefield pool movie where the sex is interesting or surreal enough to kind of carry itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, I would ultimately probably give it about a, a three okay. out of five stars i did like the music in it there's a lot of like very spacey synth music yeah yeah um which uh i generally like i think you can go back to uh to uh something like body love and it's uh progressive uh electronic soundtrack and kind of get a similar feel to that yeah yeah uh I do wonder if some of this stuff is lifted from like new age artists or something along those lines, but I didn't really, I didn't check deep enough into it to see who composed the music in this one. Unfortunately. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a That's lazy, understandable. I'm a lazy man. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I will say like even stuff where like the narrative is loose, like uh program for pleasure or shocking. 
Yeah. Some Claude Milo films. I would say I prefer those. Yeah, I'd agree. Where there's kind of a bit of a, a thematic backing, even if the narrative isn't totally cohesive. Yeah, yeah. This ultimately ends up being quite a few random uh, vignettes that are linked together by the idea of making a film. Yeah. Without ever really fully addressing that. Yeah. Like I said, it's uh, it's kind of a film where people are just hanging out, which I enjoy from time to time. You yeah. Know, n- not everything has to happen all the time. But uh, I guess I like it more when it does overall. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, that's understandable. Well, I'd agree with you. Uh, I would also give this three stars. Uh, I think that the sex scenes were decent, but not exceptional. Mm-hmm. I think that the plot line is kind of muddled, but that's kind of the point to make it kind of uh, not something straightforward. Right. Um, I think that they there probably are some uh, things where they're taking shots of on uh, French pornography that I didn't quite get because of the context. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, you know, there's enough context to pick up a lot of the weird stuff and, uh, you know, the shots they're taking at their porno industry. There, there's a bit of that that I totally get did get. I got it more than hard soap, hard soap. That's fair. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I never saw it. But, um, and, uh, Karine is lovely, and mm-hmm. Lillian and Dominique, uh, played by, uh, well, Lillian, uh, Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder, is she, was she married to Richard Allen? I guess maybe she was. This is her wife. Uh, and Marie Claude Voilette, who played, uh, Dominique. Claude, They're lovely as well, but uh, sex swap, Claude Malou. Yeah, but uh, Kareen was my favorite. Uh, but they all did their part. I thought Richard Allen was kind of funny in his role. Yeah, uh, it was a fun little movie. There was it was interesting. Um, trying to take notes on it, I think affected my enjoyment of it a little bit just because mm-hmm. there was just a lot of weird things they were throwing out and I was trying to figure out what was important and what wasn't and None all of, of that. Uh, but like just to watch it as a movie, I thought it was a lot of fun, but it wasn't exceptional in any mm-hmm. way. And that's why I think three is a good spot for it. Three mm-hmm. stars. Judgment rendered. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, follow us on Instagram oh, and Twitter. What if you were in court and the judge banged his gavel and it just made a cartoon hammer? <laughs> You're like, fuck, I'm going to jail. <laughs> the government took away all the gavels and replaced them with soundboards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Uh, thanks to our patrons for uh, allowing us to have... Uh, Jeremy's infuriating soundboard. Is there one on here that says I'm going to kick your ass? I don't think so. Wow, look at those ticks. Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's All it. All right, Jeremy, take us home. Okay. Um, well, if you're a French filmmaker making a uh, an erotic film, one with... Uh, a lot of fake cum shots. <laughs> Don't forget your raincoat. <laughs>
Drink a mile of piss to see her, pussy. Bring me a prick. Wow, look at those tits. Are you mad? It's gonna be five dollars a month. Patreon.com slash And This will end immediately. C'est bon, ça, c'est bon. Oh là là, oui, 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 oui. Oh là là. Oh, 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 oh,